Just admit you were wrong. For, for being romantic? Well, maybe you should have carved a heart with our initials in it in a tree in our yard instead of one in the park. This is a First Amendment issue. This, this is Supreme Court material. And if you don't pay the fine, you'll get to spend six romantic months in jail. Hey, I'll split it with you. You know, half of those initials are yours. From Hollywood, it's out of my mind. I'm Jay Douglas, and in episode 57, another little-known story about well-known stuff, this is one I started without knowing what I was getting into. Because, to tell it, I found out I need some pine cones, a copy of the Canon of Medicine, circa 100 AD, the Catholic Church, a dead white man, and a touch of romance. Yeah, romance. Oh, oh, and, and we're going to jump around through 2,500 years of history. So if I were you, I'd fasten my seatbelt. At this time of the year, we spend a lot of time out of doors, hiking and camping and on picnic trips in the woods and the mountains. That means more danger of forest fires. This summer, thousands of acres of valuable timberland will be destroyed because of carelessness. It's up to you to be sure that you do not cause the tragedy, the shameful waste brought about by a forest fire. Forest fires destroy timber, wildlife, and the water supply. They destroy the natural resources on which our nation depends. So don't be careless for a moment when you're in the mountains or woodlands. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. Many a young lass's path to June Brydon began when her beau carved their initials in a heart on a tree. Today, he'd probably Photoshop their initials into a heart emoji, but I had a hard time making that work as a romantic tale, so... Let's stick with the heart on a tree, even though it's, you know, outdated and probably violates at least 17 environmental regulations. That the shape of the heart on the tree bears no resemblance to the human heart is obvious to anyone who studied high school biology. What is surprising is why it doesn't, and why it looks the way it does. Our story starts with a dead white man, Aristotle. He'd never seen a human heart cutting open human bodies was frowned upon in his day, but he did know something about bird hearts. And he used that knowledge to extrapolate to what he believed to be the shape of the human heart, which he described as this three-chambered affair that looked like an upside-down pine cone. Now, if Aristotle had been living in the 21st century Silicon Valley, with its ready-shoot-aim culture, this wouldn't have been a problem. I mean, wrong ideas come and go. But in 300 BCE, if you couldn't trust a future dead white man, who could you trust? The pinecone shape stuck. Let's fast forward to the Middle Ages and its new invention, the book. Among its other effects, the book changed the way people saw their world. I probably should explain that. We tend to see the world through the metaphor of the computer. We, we talk about our brains being hardwired, about not having enough bandwidth, about looking for life hacks, which... If they go awry, we have to debug. In the Middle Ages, the metaphor that ruled the world was the book. Memories were written or inscribed on the body the way words were inscribed on tablets. The Catholic Church promoted the idea that those memories didn't land on your belly button or in your armpit. They were inscribed on your heart, along with divine words from heaven. That's why we learn things by heart. And why giving away your heart became the ultimate romantic gesture. You were, you were giving away the essence of who you were, your, your soul, so to speak. The idea of giving away your heart 
became, with the encouragement from the church, a topic of drawings and paintings. Only the artists had never seen a human heart either. The church frowned upon cutting open human bodies. The artists were left to rend their brushes and puzzle over their paints. What does a human heart look like? Okay, let's flash back to 100 AD, when a Greek physician named Galen took it upon himself to summarize all the world's medical knowledge in a book he called The Canon of Medicine. Galen described the human heart as an upside-down pinecone. Sound familiar? I mean, after all, if you can't trust a now-dead white man, who can you trust? If you look around, it's, it's easy to find all sorts of shapes in nature that look like upside-down pinecones. Uh, pears come to mind. Also the pear leaf. And there are some varieties of ivy leaves that kind of have that same general shape. Now, all of them felt a bit more romantic than pine cones, whether they were upside down or not. Plus, that, that general pine cone shape kind of looked like an early book. Imagine the heart icon uh, with a vertical line down the center. It's symmetric with each side looking like a page bound in the middle. The heart? A book? It must have seemed like divine intervention. With that connection, the shape status as a romantic icon was sealed for good. Which is kind of curious. Although the shape was refined over the years, it never took on the look of a human heart. Okay, fast forward to the 18th century, where artists were still using the shape even though it was based on a 2,500-year-old mistake. Now, by then, scientists knew what a human heart looked like. Why not something you know, a little closer to reality? Nothing stopped these artists from walking into a new institution called a public library and seeing exactly what a human heart looked like. The same way you can visit your local library to satisfy your curiosity about whatever. I know, it's, it's tempting to go online rather than use the library. And sometimes borrowing a library book feels like renting a tuxedo, because who knows what each has acquired in its travels. Now, if that's the case, I suspect you don't know that your library card gives you access to professional research databases, ebooks, videos, audiobooks, and online courses, all of which you can access from your computer. And unlike Wikipedia, your library card comes with a real live librarian who can help you satisfy your curiosity without your getting so lost following links that your family can't find you. I couldn't do this show without my local public library. And if you want to support our little podcast, get a library card and support your local library. Even if the human heart were romantic looking, which, unless you're Stephen King, it's probably not, it's doubtful the shape of the human heart will ever replace the romantic heart on trees and smartphone keyboards. That's because of an effect called iconographic inertia, first written about by the essayist Nicholson Baker. It's a tendency for the icons and metaphors to hang around even when the ideas that spawn them, however misguided, are long gone. So, next February 15th, go ahead and stock up on those on-sale Valentine's Day cards. That little heart shape, like visiting relatives, is here to stay. The heart icon beat will go on. And that's the story I call Have a Heart. Thanks to my wife for not asking me to take her initials off the tree, and a reminder that starting July 3rd, our little show here returns to its weekly schedule. Join me at 6 a.m. Eastern and every Tuesday thereafter for more little-known stories about well-known stuff. And we'll talk then. I'm Jay Douglas. Out of My Mind is produced by Penny Summers and is a copyrighted feature of the Theater of Your Mind Incorporated, Hollywood, California.